0: Hi, guys, welcome to the latest episode of um, Africa Sports Unified and the second episode in the series of um, The Diaspora's View. So, I'm back again with um, Paul and Ari. Guys, you wanna say hi and all that jazz. Hey, guys, how you doing? How you doing? You okay? <laughs> <Are> you okay? <laughs> Firstly, I want to say thanks for all the feedback from uh, the last podcast that we've done. So seemed like everyone enjoyed it. And um, create some topic of debate amongst you guys, which is good. And so today, um, we're going to talk about sports events. Um, I'm not sure if you guys know, but Africa has never hosted an Olympic event before. Until recently, where the IOC International Olympic Committee announced that the 2022 Youth Olympic Games is going to be hosted in Senegal. In Dakar and a few other cities too. So they had like a goal from the get go to target African countries at the end of their um, Winter Olympic Games in Pyeongchang in February. And so the four Olympic countries that they targeted were, well, that bid were Nigeria, Botswana. Botswana, Do you Tunisia. guys, Tunisia, remember the last one? Yes, yeah, Senegal. Yeah. Um, But the IOC had a huge vision from the get-go. President Bach said, it's time for Africa. Africa is the home of so very many successful Olympic athletes. It's also the continent of youth. This is why we want to take the Youth Olympic Games 2022 to Africa. This is why the IOC will proactively approach a number of African National Olympic Committees to evaluate the feasibility of bringing the Youth Olympic Games to Africa. And also the guy who was in charge of the whole process, Um, one guy from Turkey who's leading the committee, he also said that in choosing to target Africa, we are following the new principles adopted by the IOC session to replace the competitive stage seen in previous youth Olympic Games by whole city selections. It will make the process more streamlined, simpler and shorter. Africa has so much to offer to the world and we are convinced that an African nation can now take the opportunity of the Youth Olympic Games to showcase this to the rest of the world bit of a long um, explanation there but I hope you guys get the idea behind that so straight in Ari Paul do you guys think they'll achieve this by targeting um, Africa and Senegal 2022
1: Um, achieve it in what I mean it's it's decided it's done so I think yeah I think it will be done Um,
0: but do you think it will like this is a great opportunity for Africa to showcase what they're talking about you know the youth and all that stuff
1: yeah, I would definitely agree. Um it's a good opportunity for Africa to show to show the youth and to show a big event can be done there. Yeah. Obviously there was the World Cup in twenty ten. Yeah. Um but I mean aside from that, I think that's probably the biggest tournament yeah. games we've had in, in Africa. Yeah. So hopefully this is, you know, a step in the right direction and hopefully we can have an Olympic Games in Africa at some point. But um by Senegal, you know, taking this twenty twenty two games, hopefully, they, they leave a good impression.
2: Mm. And right, what do you think? Um, I think it, it depends on the participant levels that we'll be getting out of Africa. Um, if the levels going to be at the same level of the Europeans and the South Americans and the, and the, the Asians as well, mm. and the Americans as well in some sense. So if the in in the 4 years period of twenty-two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, our level of participants is at that level, and obviously it would be a success. However, on a long-term legacy basis, for sure, development of the city of um, Dakar and Nado, which is just outside of Kent, uh, Senegal, um, the capital of Dakar as well, that's one well, more
1: city as well. Isn't it? Yeah, there and is one city. Stanley. Yeah.
2: Um, so that development of and obviously Dakar as well is polluted. The So they build a new city in Dakar to make it less pollution as well. Okay. So the 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 future legacy of this city will be everlasting. Mm. Considering in a European or in a developed city of the West, they really don't really need an Olympic Games or need a World Cup in some sense. Considering the the legacy of the of the um, the houses that they'll be building for, for for the athletes, for the stadiums, for the the Transportation system that they're building as well, mm. it's something that's going to last forever. So, through, through them targeting African countries in some sense, it is actually leaving a legacy within them. City, saying that similar to Barcelona in '92, you know, mm-hmm. they've really transformed, as everyone knows, and anyone study sports events, yeah, they transport the whole city to be where it is now yeah. and to be a, ma- a major city in Western Europe. And that that's what we that would be similar to most African cities, considering if they host events in, 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 in the future. Mm. So so there's a huge benefit, regardless of anything.
1: On that note, I, th- I thought I read this process would be a bit different in that there was a thing called new norms, yeah, yeah. whereby you, they wouldn't actually build any extra infrastructure because what tends to happen after these it's big white tournaments... white elephants, isn't it? Exactly, white elephants. So these infrastructures that they've built for a specific tournament then become unused. So yeah. I, I, I was under the impression they won't actually be building new infrastructure, uh, and it'll be a more sustainable model, but I, I'm not too sure.
0: That's what I've read as well. It's something called new norm. Yeah. yeah. So like that's the new thing that they're introducing, making it easier, more streamlined, less, less cost, less expensive, basically yeah. to, to host mm. the games. So like no new infrastructure. So yeah, like, and it makes sense for them to do that, I reckon. Anyway.
2: It does, but I mean, at well, for the they're generally building a new scene yeah, anyway yeah. for the Olympics because they have yeah. to still deliver at this expectation of the IOC. Yeah. So they have to have transportation in place for athletes, um, you know, which is, and for obviously participants and fans and yeah. so forth to get around. Need to have certain, obviously yeah, certain certain standards, yeah, certain standards yeah. that reach the. Um, so for them, for the longevity of it, it's investing yeah. that money. If it, if it takes the Olympics or a certain game to to, to host, to host Olympic, it takes that level for them to reach mm-hmm. as a city and as a country. Then so be it you know, it, for sure like, that it's, it's necessary.
1: Well, yeah, I, I think I don't know how that's going to work because if you are going to target Africa, what you might find is there aren't enough infrastructure yeah. infrastructures. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to kind of go against yeah. this new norms policy. Yeah,
0: I think they may have like a different set of standards because they're targeting Africa. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just in terms of development, it's not as developed as may <coughs> as maybe other countries yeah. can go to. Yeah. But why is it taking them? Um, why do you think it's taking so long, like for them to, like, step into Africa and host a Okay, we've had the World Cup in South Africa, but we all know South Africa economically is very, is very um, different, more advanced mm-hmm. compared to maybe other African countries. Yeah. Why is it taking so long? Like, Africa contribute hugely, especially in terms of, like, you know, Olympics. Well, I'm thinking track and field mainly, but, you know, Olympics in general. Like, yeah. Running and just sport in general that will contribute so much. But why is it taking so long, That for a major event like this, to, to come to Africa?
1: Um probably a, a number of reasons again mm. uh, probably one we just discussed infrastructure yeah um, the other one is probably it's seen as less desirable or less desirable place to host an Olympic Games mm. um, well, fas- yeah I mean facilities I was going to say it's linked yeah. to infrastructure
0: and I, just, I, I think maybe as well a lot of people I don't know definitely infrastructure is important but maybe um I don't I don't know, maybe the whole like um trying to understand the culture, yeah. how it is, maybe that's maybe acts as a barrier for these major events to take yeah. place, or maybe certain securities or guarantees that they need for like well I guess it all talks about the infrastructure to be honest. Yeah. Right? I mean
2: the other oh. thing is when we say infrastructure, I always go back to Pastor, like a lot of cities don't have infrastructure before mm. the Olympics regardless in reality. <laughs> Um, obviously, Rio didn't really obviously help with the World Cup, but yeah. they still look at how it, the city went on uproar for them yeah. trying to host the Olympics and so forth And it wasn't, it wasn't, it was almost not ready in some sense. Yeah, so yeah. in some sense, the infrastructure wasn't even yeah. there in, in the first place for some of, for for some of the countries. I think I just think the um, in, within African countries themselves, maybe the organisation is not the level that yeah. it should be beforehand yeah. to put something in that is tangible for the IOC to take mm. part and, and take serious yeah. but we have hosted for sure big sports events. event like Nigeria hosted the, the FIFA Under 17 world cup in know, 2009 so a few years back yeah Yeah, which is obviously an achievement of itself yeah. Yeah. along <laughs> with the world cup you know um, with South Africa and you're going to go even further back like Rumble in the Jungle for example that's the biggest sports <laughs> event yeah that's true you know so yeah. and that's known as the biggest box match of all time Yeah, yeah. considering that had 60,000 capacity yeah. but revenue of whatever it was within yeah. the city yeah. and all medias and so forth was involved that's in that point. so considering that we have hosted events at that level already but
1: I mean those are f- very few and far For sure, yeah. I, I just
2: don't think cities or you know dip, there's probably more important things going on in the countries oh, yeah. for them to be looking for at prioritized, for yeah. them <coughs> to be looking at hosting mm. an event if you look at the last 20 years and you look at the countries that have been free from, I don't know, a range of different civil wars and yeah. so forth, there's only a handful of them in reality, mm-hmm. and and with them even included, what, what's the um, financial infrastructure at the moment yeah. for them to go and try to bid for an mm-hmm. Olympic game or a World Cup. I soon. mean, the other thing with
1: the, with the events you mentioned, that, and that those are really good and strong events, uh, the Rumble in the Jungle, you know, the FIFA Under-19 tournament, um, what was the other one you said?
0: Uh, South Africa, South Africa,
1: of, of course. I mean, the things with those is, those are almost those are single sports. So we're looking yeah. at football pitches all around the country, which yeah, true. African countries are likely to have. Mm-hmm. When you when you're talking about an Olympic Games, it's, it's a totally different yeah. game. Yeah. You have so many different sports yeah. that you need to cover, and that's where you probably won't. I don't know how many countries do you reckon. Have all the faci- have those yeah. type of facilities. Yeah. I think e- even South Africa, that we, you know. Yeah. In last
2: year, I um, think last year, 2016, I can't remember, um, Brazzaville hosted the, the African Games. What? In Congo. Congo, Congo. Congo. Brazzaville. Um, they also hosted <coughs> the African Games, which is, and it was, it was a success. It, made it, it was a huge success. It was one of the best African Games. The All African, African Games, you said, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is um, which is amazing as well. And the Francophone Games as well, which was hosted, I think that was in Morocco, I'm not too sure. Um, but that was a success as well yeah. considering that's all swimming and you know the yeah. facility was, was a high notch and the marketing of, of it as well was fantastic I, you know I certainly watched it I certainly it was good to the the, the, the games hosted in, in Brazzaville. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know uh, obviously facilities again maybe I don't know what levels they need to be to reach the standard of the international committee but yeah. you know, we have hosted our games internally and they have been success you know so the recent games even at, the that we hosted in Gabon, obviously that's football orientated. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah. but we've not our own African games in some sense. Yeah. So They've been successful in in, in in their own way. I haven't really read on anything being a disaster in African games. Kenya hosted um, the cross-country World Cup World Championship. Yeah. I think that sounds about right, not <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what year that was, but you know that, that was within the last mm. 20 years or so, the last 15 years. So in, in some sense, we can host things at a high level, I don't know, maybe just, if, again, as you said, the fear of culture, yeah. or the fear of things, or, I don't know, but overall hosting, hosting the um, games, or hosting the Olympics, it, or whatever it is, a tournament in an African country is beneficial on a long-term basis, rather than hosting it in a Western country, where in reality they don't really need it in some sense, because they, they come.
0: I, I see as they're, in, in, in the, in the Western, um, Western world, they're uh, yeah just more advanced mm-hmm. in the stage. so, maybe if you go back, obviously having the Olympics, obviously Barcelona, as you mentioned, helped for, I don't know, mm-hmm. tourism, get the place on the map, yeah. infrastructure, all that stuff. Yeah. Whereas now, <clears throat> as Africa is developing, um, now could be a good time to actually get in there and use, use these major events to help in the uh, development of the economy in the nation as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: going forward, how how is this going to work? Is this, so is this saying for every youth games going forward? I mean, is it Africa... This, for this game? From what I I
0: read, it was literally just for 2022. Okay, yeah. They're just targeting Africa. So I'm not sure, I'm guessing they're waiting to see how successful Senegal do it. Okay. And then, okay, maybe we can try and do more in different countries. But I'm not, I know we spoke about their because before, for them to choose who's doing what, or the winner who's going to host the games, usually took long. But now they decided in February they're going to target African countries. Yeah. I don't know if they maybe handpicked a few before they chose the final four. Mm-hmm. between February and when they announced it, I think it was in Argentina in October. Like that's to me that seems pretty pretty short. Like to get, yeah. especially from the bidding Nations to get all the paperwork ready, submit mm-hmm. it, and say this that. I don't know how it was, but hopefully if Senegal government really, Senegal, Senegal does go well.
2: Well, Senegal is obviously known as one. The gateway of Africa you know in some sense and um, and the car is advanced city com- mm. compared to a lot of um, anything in Africa or not just Western Africa but West Africa alone um, so they're then probably in the best position out of mm. you know population is, is not as compatible as Lagos should say so it's easier yeah. to shift people around yeah compared to Lagos and, and, and um, in Nairobi um, in Botswana, it's, probably, it's a small country, female yeah. population. Yeah. Um. So Senegal probably sits well in that regard. And it's not too far for traveling countries, mm. yeah. you know. So you could say that it's what, one hour away from Spain or, or hour and a half from yeah. Spain in some sense. Um, Dakar had built a new international airport in Dakar as well, which puts them in, you know, in a great position there.
0: Yeah.
2: And having a, a few major cities which are not far from Dakar also makes it easier for athletes to travel as yeah, well, you, you know, just so.
0: I mean, obviously
2: the car spanning of the city as well it sits very well so I think they're probably in that position they're probably located location wise mm. uh, in, um, probably infrastructure wise as well and further athletes from wrestling as well obviously Senegal's wrestling is their sports as well mm. which is
0: obviously an Olympic sports. Yeah. so yeah. in some sense do you guys reckon um, this has come too soon or too late or is it coming at the right time? <laughs>
2: As I said before, I think there's probably more important things to discuss in Africa. Like maybe countries like um, Gabon mm-hmm. could have had, uh, probably hosted um, Olympic Games previously. Um, but when you look at it, there's not really too many countries you would say who had the opportunity, We could have had an opportunity in regards to our, uh, other things that's occurring within the country to mm-hmm. go and kind of bid for Olympic Games and so yeah. forth. You can, you can blame leaders, you can blame whoever. But in some sense like it's probably the right time i think personally and it, when a country goes it, it should be the right time people will say brazil is not the right time when they're yeah. done you know brazilian will say like why are we hosting the Olympic games when we ain't got no yeah <laughs> you know in some sense so maybe for us it is the right time for sure so
0: i think yeah i think we'll find
1: out what it means. <laughs>
0: yeah one way or another um and so i know we spoke about um you know legacies won't be left over in terms of like building and whatnot but Ideally, what kind of legacy would you guys think or like to think will be left over after this 2022 uh, Games? And for new research of all, I haven't seen anything from Senegal about like, their plans and whatnot, how much money they're going to spend, just bearing that in mind. But what sort of legacy do you guys think would like to be left over from Senegal after everyone's packed their bags and gone back to their respective countries? I
2: uh, mean, again, I think tourism obviously is a major in Senegal. Yeah got amazing history, in regards to obviously the gateway of Africa in mm-hmm. some sense. Um, so that's its well with them, and the, with them, I don't know how to because the Diamond Day City, whatever it's called, I can't remember. Can't in remember, Senegal. remember. Yeah, in Senegal, yeah, Senegal. So that one is going to be like the first futuristic city of Africa. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. That's a legacy within itself, and obviously being used in, in the Olympics as well. So, it's going to be so beneficial for them. Mm. So, within that as well, you know, so how the city is moving forward, p- pollution in Dakar is bad already. So, build a new city in Dakar as well, an yeah. element there, and there'll be new houses and new infrastructures and so forth to put itself on the map as a potentially another global, global city. You yeah. know. So, right now, you've got probably three global, global cities, uh, three, you know, national cities, you're saying West Africa, in Accra, uh, Lagos, and you know, um but there's no other really West African city that you can say that competes with them too. Yeah, you know, but this one probably be number one after this in some sense.
0: So yeah. yeah, yeah we we'll see. I just hope um from all the attraction and money that you get that it's just used um Appropriate. appropriately. Yeah. <laughs> so like years down the line we don't we don't see, you know, just tumbleweed rolling in like stadiums, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. Actual stuff being done, but as you guys said, we shall we shall see.
2: But they they produced a lot of athletes over the years yeah. in basketball, you know, yeah. wrestling, football. So I think the sports is their thing as well. Mm. So they take sports very seriously. So
0: it'll be interesting to see actually, because I know Winter Olympic Games where we had loads of um, athletes from like mm. um, Nigeria, Nigeria with the bobsled team, mm. the guy from Uganda, mm. one from Ethiopia, and. Togo. Togo in Tunisia, I think, and obviously one from South Africa, um, representing their like motherland, but obviously they'll grew up in different areas. Yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to see if
1: he
0: yeah, comes back.
1: Yeah, that would be interesting. I think uh, I was reading that there's a lot of Africans with medals, actually, but they just obviously don't represent you know, their,
2: um, <laughs> their <laughs> African countries. Yeah, yeah, So that's hopefully the governments will put their money in infrastructures, it in the grassroots levels too. Ensure that we can compete at the highest level, because I think that being born, legacy seen that since then. I think
1: yeah. that having the youth, the youth games will actually mean that we have more African athletes on the podium and participating mm. in, in these sports that probably aren't being practiced or aren't being played in, in Senegal, for example. Mm. I, yeah. I don't know what sport we can. I don't know archery. There's, there's a lot. it's yeah. mm. not being or fencing, for example. Mm. It's true. Probably not being played in Senegal, but maybe with the exposure with the, of, of yeah. the youth games being there. People are now going to take an interest, and kind of these things can be yeah. developed there. So, you know,
0: it's true. I saw recently. This is this is an Olympic sport. It's definitely not, but cross being played in Uganda. I
1: think they were they were considering. Uh, making what, it, it? It, yeah, making it an Olympic sport, actually. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, got, now you got BMX.
0: Yeah, and what's that? It's not tough model, but it's like an equivalent sport that they they, they <laughs> were thinking <laughs> of introducing. I think everyone just wants to have the Olympic Olympics, title yeah, so you know yeah. you get money and all that stuff but funding was so yeah but yeah um but no that's good though we'll we'll, we'll see how uh, Senegal Senegal get along. Mm-hmm. Um do you think this would maybe open up the opportunity for more African countries to bid for these major like major sporting events?
1: Outside of the Olympics mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I think so um yeah I do think so I think once um they see Senegal do it well, for yeah. example, they, they will also be encouraged and, you know, want to bid for these events. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, one of your questions before about why hasn't it happened in Africa, again, yeah. it's probably like Ari said, these countries aren't too yeah. interested yeah. In, in bidding the way it worked before is if you were interested, then, then you would bid. Um, the game has been in Senegal is kind of almost... Imposed on yeah. Africa, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. wasn't really yeah. a choice. Would, would Dakar or Senegal have chosen to do it if you know there yeah. wasn't such a focus? It's
0: true, you know. Mm-hmm. So,
2: yeah, yeah, same. I, I think that obviously Morocco, going for the World Cup three, three yeah. times yeah. Anyway, yeah. and not yeah. winning, uh, uh, yeah, it's a complex one in Morocco anyway. In some sense, um, but I still, yeah, in the future head. Uh, as long as the countries are not facing their own problems internally mm. and in a position to do so to bid for the yeah for the games. Obviously the, the bidding for any sports takes any anyway, it takes ten years anyway mm. or seven years after you bid for it, yeah. for it to host it. So in you don't know what's gonna happen in seven years time. Yeah. But no, just that during that process the country's in a happy mood and things are going well at yeah. that moment, you'll go initially go bid for this
0: yeah. Year. Yeah, yeah feel good
2: factor isn't it? Exactly. So in some sense there is no yeah, as long as the countries are going through, like Nigeria, you guys aim to bid for a few games in Nigeria as well. With, um, what as in international events? Yeah, international events. They've gone for a few international. common of my head, but for Lagos to be fantastic for Lagos to, to host oh, yeah. international events, especially how the city is moving as well, how vibrant it is. Yeah. In regards to a range of different uh, other scenes as well, so
0: we hosted the All African Games actually recently in. Um, it wasn't Lagos, but. Um, I forgot the state. Yeah,
2: oh, we also but we hosted it
0: recently. Though, I think earlier this year.
2: It's very much necessary, you know, for Nigeria to host. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if it can be in Lagos. <laughs> All the Nigerians listening
1: and thinking, "Nah, Lagos traffic. Nah, it's <laughs> gonna happen there." <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, All right, decent man. Um, cool. So we'll take a little break now, and then we'll come back and we'll discuss, um, you know, sporting events, but more on a general level, in general, now. So I'll see you guys in a bit. Hi, guys. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Africa Sports Unified. And I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Please do let us know your thoughts. If you have any topics you would like us to discuss or people you want to join us on a podcast, then we'll be keen to know more. Connect with us on social media, AS Unified, across all platforms, or simply leave a comment. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of the show. Right, hi guys, welcome back to um second part of this uh of this episode. Um and so now we're just gonna talk in general about major sports events, um bidding for it, any changes and what's happening and things like that. Um so we mentioned before about how the IOC have um introduced something called the new norm, um primarily just making it less expensive for nations to bid for events. Uh, so, Paul already mentioned about um, like not having to build new, new uh, stadia and things like that because of white elephants, like from even from real 2016? 2012. 2012. When was the World Cup? Well, not the World Cup, when was the Olympics? 2014. Rio. Oh, real Olympics 2014. No, yeah. World Cup 2014, Olympics 2016. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So, okay, so real Olympics 2016 and then the World Cup 2014. Yeah, we're talking about white elephants and all that stuff. Should, you we, know. should we explain what white elephants are? So yeah, do you want to go ahead and I'll that to you. <laughs> so, white elephants is basically, um, let's say, so basically you build a stadium for the Olympics. It was great, it's being used. But then after the Olympics, the stadium is is not used anymore. It's just, it's just sitting there, uh, empty. It's not being filled up. It costs a lot of money to for the maintenance and keep it running. So that's a white elephant. They don't know what to do with it. No one wants to buy it because they just don't see the cost of it. So that's a Wyatt thing in a nutshell. Um, so yeah, I think that's what you we thought. Oh yeah, so the new norm, <coughs> which I've introduced and recently as well. I mean, we're talking about sporting events here, not just the Olympics, but obviously I'm just continuing from where we left off. At um, The Olympics have recently put out highlighting all the benefits of hosting the Olympics about tourism, uh, money that they would get, you know, putting your your city or your country on a world map and showcase into the world how great your city can be and whatnot but i speak to someone last, last week that mentioned this is like a they're a bit desperate for them doing this because they're realizing that many people don't and many cities aren't really that interested in well not interested but just see it too expensive to to host, to host the olympics and so if you guys were like let me not say London, because we we done it and it's pretty sick, can't I? Yeah. Let's say if you were <laughs> if Paul's like the mayor of Lagos, Ari, you're the you're the mayor of um Khasa. Uh Kinshasa. <laughs> yeah. Paul trying to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Would you guys like No Let me not even say an African country, because we've already discussed that African may like Yeah. may want to do it just because where we are. If Paul was the mayor of like um Rome. Rome and I was mayor of um, Copenhagen. Yeah. Would you guys be still keen to you know bid for these Olympic Games or major events?
1: Um, yes and no. Yeah. Um, I mean, just again, some of the things we've mentioned. Um, white elephants, for example, um, is a big thing. Yeah. Are um, the reasons why I might hesitate um, if I was the mayor of mm. Rome? taking Rome in particular Rome is already quite strong for tourism mm. um, and I almost compare it to London in that it w- already was strong for yeah. tourism and after, London, after the London Olympics I'd say we kind of we, we are still benefiting from
2: yeah.
1: some of the, the things from the, um, from the 2012 Olympics especially West Ham isn't it? <laughs> Indeed <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah there's a lot of facilities that are still very much being used and I would hope the same thing to happen to my city if mm. I was in charge of of Rome or whatever city it may be. So yeah, I mean wh- if we if I were to look at that particular model, maybe I'm basing it on the fact that it's Rome and London is also yeah. in Europe, so I think it would work. Um look well, I'm waffling. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I i, def- I definitely go with, with, with the the Olympics if I was in charge of a European city.
0: Right, what about
2: you would you reckon? If European the cost of it, first of all, like if we look at Rio what cost fifteen billion
0: yeah, about,
2: yeah. to host. Um Sydney was two thousand and two. I mean two thousand, sorry. Yeah. Which was around what, five billion. You know. Um so in that regards there it's getting it's it's getting expensive every single obviously new yeah. Union is trying to make it less expensive yeah. um, for these whole cities. Um but you know there's obviously the benefits the benefits like Qatar hosting mm. the World Cup is for a world stage you know an yeah. international recognised city in that essence there um, but in general what's the purpose of hosting the Olympic game is really to show your country and to yeah. the rest of the world in some sense or your yeah. city to the rest of the world yeah. or to host an Olympic there is no other real benefit, yeah. uh, benefits if you are yeah. Paris or your Rome mm-hmm. or your European city in some sense unless you are uh, well a developed European city yeah. in Western Europe which is completely different to Eastern Europe but for African and in that element there I, I do believe for sure African countries and IOC in general you know to to, to, to achieve their missions and, and, yeah. uh, and vision in some sense got targeting African countries for yeah. longevity of, yeah. and legacies probably the right thing to do mm. in some sense it doesn't make no sense to uh, for you know, a Western European city to host it, if it's you want know, to increase their prestige in the international yeah. stage already. Yeah. So, like for European city now, probably for the SSO, we probably to show that well, we're not a populist country. Mm. <laughs> you that's know, true. that's probably the element of hosting. So we we set we set, set all you know in that element there. But for African country, there's going to be a long jeopardy in regards yeah. to hosting. It was probably see the impacts like you see about twenty years later. Yeah. You know, in Hopefully. most in most developing cities. Yeah. anyway. So.
0: It's, it's crazy to think, a part of me, I'm not, you probably call it cynical, but obviously with a new norm being introduced, do you think, it, it's probably cynical, but do you think like the IOC probably targeted, okay, this is like a new, new norm, mm-hmm. some changes we're bringing in, let's target Africa, see how that works. Try and fail. If it fails, oh, ah, okay, it's Africa, difficult. I don't really care. Yeah. I don't know, that could be cynical, just a thought, but. Um, or no. maybe actually they actually changed it purposely for Africa because it's less expensive
1: and I see where you're coming from but I think like we said earlier a lot of the infrastructure is not going to be complete yeah. it's going to need work so I don't know how exactly that new norm is going to be executed mm-hmm. in Africa um, so yeah it, it might that might be kind of the IOC being really optimistic
0: in saying yeah. they're not going to spend any money on infrastructure <laughs> for real we would have a cap yeah was <clears throat> interesting what I was saying though the cost of all things, especially like if you're into business, you want to know my ROI return for invest- return of investment. But um, I've got some stats here from Forbes about how much the cost overrun for certain Olympic games. So for Rio, the cost overrun by fifty-one percent. For Sochi Winter Games in um, twenty fourteen, this was mad. Cost overrun by two hundred and eighty-nine percent. Wow. That's mad. London, 76%. Wow. That's, I, I take it back. I wouldn't want to. <laughs> it's like... a lot. Vancouver, 13%. The, the lowest I can see here was actually in Beijing, 2%. And that's not a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the highest was Suchi, 289%. And then the other two highest was Lilhammer in um, Norway, that was 277%. And then, oh, wow, Barcelona, 92 266%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But taking into account... This survey didn't take into account infrastructure such as airports, um, roads and networks and all that stuff. But mm. it's a lot of money,
1: man. It's a lot of money. So you can understand right maybe gosh. the hesitation uh, from certain cities to, yeah. to not want to kind of welcome that that burden of, of cost.
0: Mm. And, we, and we see now like it's... there is There is a shift happening. So for example... This, with FIFA, the World Cup twenty twenty six, the bidding, the bidding team were USA, Mexico, and Canada. Yeah, did an joint bid. Yeah. With Euro twenty twenty, it's not one nation; it's all over Europe. Different um, cities are planning to host like group games, semi finals, yeah. and stuff like that. Um,
1: so, do you think that's the reason for it? Maybe to share the burden of the costs? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I I definitely think so. Um, for sure, especially there's two, stu- not two studies, two examples as well. Boston and Hamburg, they initially, those cities initially applied for the, um, want to host the 2024 mm. games, which is going to happen in Paris now. But the people of both of those cities actually wrote a petition for them not to host the games because it costs too much. Yeah. And they, the, the cities pulled out of it. Mm. But it's true, like, if you're going to spend that much money, and overrun like you, you can't I mean keep within your costs. Like, yeah, I mean, you may have a feel good factor, but when everyone's gone, you're gonna be the one carrying that burden <laughs> you know, for real. Exactly. Um, <laughs> just such to a 2002 World Cup. Is that Japan after Korea? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. So I mean, something similar, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Has, yeah. Has been done
0: before,
2: yeah. Yeah. But in general, I know you overrun. I'm gonna mention to Barcelona because they're probably the best country that's done yeah. in the last.
0: And but, LA as well, but well, that was more commercial reasons yeah. how it was a success. But
2: yeah, but for Barcelona, like for, for the impact, um, yeah, you know, from what I from, from my research, like the decrease when 92 the Olympic Games, Barcelona produced 88% of cities decreasing unemployment. Wow, so the longevity yeah. of that, you yeah. know, obviously now Spain is. On the crisis with this but in the essence of what the city was prior you know yeah and what it is now yeah, you the, know that wouldn't have been able to be achieved without the IOC or the Olympics game Well, it may have it may have but you put it at the same time using that city and putting it on a, a an, on an international stage yeah you know for, for London we I don't know, obviously we was here during, during the games and you know yeah, sure,
0: it was good
2: yes yeah, so, if you look at the development from 2005 mm. to 2012, we over read or went over Paris as a city, you know, yeah, for, yeah. For, for it have been number one city in Europe in some sense, because mm-hmm. London was already on the map for sure, you know. But you would say during that period, then I think in person Paris was probably over London, but now London is everybody's doing business in London, yeah. you know, in regards to where it's put us on the map in regards to the international stage. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no doubt that it's going to be... It was, a, it was an
0: excellent showcase, for sure. Yeah.
2: So, I think, in the elements of that, in the elements of a country hosting it and the benefits of it the long term, mm. I mean, how many jobs Westfield's created and what what a dump, that yeah, area... Yeah, or oh, Stratford area. area in general, so, yeah. I live in that no. area. I remember mean, when I was young. That's what, you know, I live in... There's nothing there. You yeah. just go to the station you see, obviously, this dump, wasteland. That's what on. <laughs> <laughs> but now, obviously, you're seeing the park and so forth and yeah. the greenery there, the housing that they've got there it is a new social housing in regards to people say and the jobs that the amount of jobs are created in that borough yes yeah. all the jobs have gone to people within the borough but you're still creating jobs and decreasing unemployment within yeah. the country so in some sense, the longevity of it is always going to sit there for a long time mm. fortunately for London it's been able to use West Ham as a stadium and so forth mm. but regardless well, unfortunately it depend <laughs> depending on how you see it as a Londoner yeah for sure
0: but, <laughs> but that's interesting though the way we're talking about <clears throat> Obviously, all these major events being used to help um, regeneration, not regeneration, like redevelopment of, a, of an area or a yeah. city or region. Yeah. <clears throat> and now, like, touching back on, you know, Africa and sport events, what about um, these maybe smaller um, events that are being run? Like, I don't know, anything other than Olympics or World Cup, like would the, would those probably be more attractive to to run like within Africa? Um, they.
1: I mean, definitely. Yeah. Because of the, I mean, if it's a smaller event, then you have smaller risk, I guess. Mm. Um, so maybe baby steps. But I mean, even with those smaller, even with the small events, like yeah. I know UK sport, for example, they plan what they're going to bid for years and years yes. in advance. These like things they take they take years to plan, so I mean, you can't just say actually, yep, yeah, next Olympics we want it No, You probably need to decide maybe two, three Olympics in advance. Yeah. So they do they do take a while is what I would say. Mm.
0: Um, so like just just thinking around the off the top of my head, knowing different sports that are happening, yeah. Different regions, it could be for whatever reason, mm-hmm. what what sport or event would you introduce into a grown economy like Africa, whatever country you guys decide, just some stuff you head. cycling, fencing, netball, really, yeah, yeah.
1: Because Africa has some really good um, terrains and yeah. like uh, scenery. For mm. example, what I think would be ideal for cycling, yeah, yeah, true. Um, obviously, you have you have the Tour de France. Is that a European tournament? It's a European tournament.
0: European, yeah, is it? Is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: France. France. I know, but it's not always in France. they done it in Germany last year. Yeah. but I think they've got it in England. Isn't it like a tour in Britain as it goes well, through, or is it like, well? It starts yeah, from like Yorkshire yeah, and it goes all the way exactly. through now. Yeah. 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 So, um, I mean, yeah, cycling is, is one I would mm. introduce on, on a smaller scale. Uh,
0: and cycling is big, especially like in Eastern Africa too. And yeah. like they have quite a few big events there. All right, how about you? What did you introduce?
2: Um, as in regards to the the of the sports scene, mm. South Africa... Will be in a position to host Durban. Probably in a position or some other cities' position to host like F1. Okay, yeah, yeah in yeah, some true, sense, true. Um, rally racing in yeah. Central Africa in regards to the Amazons and so forth. Yeah. Um you know, cycling for sure will be another one. F1 in Africa,
1: that would be, yeah, nice. that'd be special,
2: wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, especially for a city like Durban. Durban is only—that's Af- only city that I can imagine yeah. Africa hosting such yeah, an event. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, yeah. But I don't know where else. Really, yeah,
0: study electricity. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's
2: engineering. Yeah. <laughs> and o- 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 Moputu, Mozambique, probably in that position as well to to hold such an event. Um, mm. But yeah, so F- F1 for sure. Like That's the only one that I think. Yeah. F- F1 and, really? and, and Valley Racing and um, Valley Racing in, in, in Central Africa. Obviously, there's a list of sports that you'll probably yeah. say, but for the ones that we can... Mm. Golf as well. Yeah golf, would be good, golf, golf, yeah, golf was good actually. Golf was actually hosted in, in Joburg, Johannesburg, the, the Open.
0: There was an event in um, 2009, I believe. It there was. was an Open as well in in, Ke- <coughs> in Kenya, like in tandem with Dubai, mm. a yeah. golf a golf tournament. This was back in maybe three years back now.
1: Mm. I mean, Africa has the landscape yeah. to, to 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 do those,
0: especially yeah. for the outdoor,
1: yeah,
2: orientation and the do space outdoors. too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think for indoors, <laughs> is even though you infrastructure infrastructures work, in general, indoors is going to be completely difficult yeah. in some sort. But obviously, it will be normal. But you know, most South American countries they participate in outdoor activities. Mm. You know, Caribbean countries they part they partake in track and field activities. Mm-hmm. Kenya's obviously produced runners because Kenya hosted cross country hosts tournament in two thousand seven. World, well, well, um, so you you you're hosting events in that level anyway. So in, in general,
0: what kind of indoor sports? Cause to top my head, I'm just thinking basketball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got, but that can be done outdoor too. Yeah, you got basketball, and you've got you got the martial arts. You have got um, okay, yeah, Fencing yeah. and
1: all yeah, that yeah. fencing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you got the
2: swimming.
1: as
0: well. There's indoor cycling. Yeah, there? yeah, there is. Yeah. So
2: swimming across. was yeah was well operated in Brazil yeah. when they hosted last year, or the year before. It was well operated there. Um, so, but I'm just just in general, like just the outdoor sport is probably more appealing to Africans. Yeah, and. You know, so in that element there I guess that's a, the that's a few sports that you probably yeah. introduce at that high level there yeah. obviously we had the bobsleigh but in the Winter Olympics probably Winter Olympics is not for, for us we don't really get Winter Olympics in reality it's just <laughs> for the essence of just being there obviously it's nice to say we're being there but do we have to really be there if it's not for us you know like because
0: <laughs> <laughs> the training facilities are to be honest a I lot of, get- of athletes do this which it's like in America for bobsleigh yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's only America <laughs> you know do we
2: have to get you know the, the certain sports that we played in the in Africa that probably are not conditioned more to play in in Iceland <laughs> for sure because the, because our conditions are of our temperature so obviously, the Summer Olympic games mm. were more beneficial to our athletes than yeah, it is yeah. beneficial for them athletes there so it's not always the essence of uh, yeah same as to participate for the sake of it but you know we'll probably we'll probably win at more sports in Summer Olympics if we took the grassroots level. Very seriously. Yeah,
0: that's true. So, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, guys, this is um, interests and stuff. I'm actually enjoying it. It's not football, but it's good. It's good. To- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well now, question here is another question. Actually, is from all of these, um, let's say, there's more momentum in African countries um, hosting major events. Do you feel that some athletes who originally from African country but have gone to represent another country? Do you feel they'd be, like, feel some way, like, can I, go back and represent, like, my motherland kind of thing? I think, I don't know, I
1: think most of them would probably be more than happy to. Yeah. I mean, after a few games have been established in a few countries and we're seeing the emergence of facilities, mm. which I think is the main key as to why athletes probably represent other countries as opposed to their homeland. Yeah. Once there's facilities available, I think we're likely to see more representation mm. of Africa, of African countries from... Africans and even diaspora Africans also, yeah. um, so yeah, I think it can only be a good thing by having these games in, yeah. uh,
2: in, in Africa. That's good. Harry, what do you think? You know, I think representation of countries was, was a phase. Like if you look at prior 2002, mm-hmm. or just doing that World Cup 2002, the majority, apart from well, the Korea,
0: French... Korea-Japan,
2: yeah? Yeah, Korea-Japan World Cup. Yeah. Obviously, excluding the French squad, which had Mike Macaulay and Vieira. Yeah. And the yeah. <laughs> and the few mm. other players, Jaram mm. and so forth. Mm. But most Africans or the African players represented Africa rather than. And the opposition. Is that, is that you're talking football wise here? Football wise, yeah. And even in general, in all sports. Mm. In, in and uh, after 2002, there, there was a huge period until now, until 2014 or so, 2016, until now, anyway, in general, where it was. No, they saw the opportunities of Senegal being successful in 2002, so mm. other countries saw it and, you know, U- European countries in general yeah. saw it. Germany changed their policy because they, they, they didn't accept no Turkish players in their team prior. They didn't accept the, the, the other players from other countries. The yeah, they have the the they, had a lot of... But they, they, they changed their policy for 2006 World Cup and it was, it was out, there, mm. out there to, to, yeah. to, to yeah. accept yeah. more... Of, um, Claire Fontaine was built in 2004. They the same policy in Claire Fontaine to accept other foreign nationals in, in regards to Moroccans and African players, and, which obviously was successful for them. So there was a strategy from these European countries in general to get African I mean, was if, raising, you, if you look
1: back even to the 98s, but the whole thing there was that it was a very yeah, that, was Claire, yeah. that was
2: Clairefontaine. Clairefontaine was built in um, the element of France changing their policy in 94 anyway. That, that whole structure there was, was pushed in that direction because they had a poor uh, World Cup two, four years ago. You know, and when Platini retired, but yeah. when they change that strategy, it, hold, it changed for them in general. So, a lot of Europeans in general, um, a, lot, a lot of the Answer the European that was born there, they end up playing for them. But now, I think a lot of them are probably going back in general. I don't know. I, I, I think personally, obviously, you can I, argue. I think it's a tough one to say. Mm, especially
1: yeah. because when you look at, I don't know, if you want to take the French players, a lot of them were, or this African French players, a lot For of sure. them actually like, were born in, sure. in, in France, yeah. in Paris suburbs or whatever, or wherever. So it's a it's a tough one. Um, and I think there's, I don't know, there's so many like other factors here, like economic factors, yeah. the fact mm. that, like, you know, our parents, for example, or people slightly older than us, for example, wouldn't have been able to maybe play for England because they maybe weren't citizens. But now mm-hmm. their kids obviously ha- have citizenship yeah, to sure. to He's, all yeah. these European countries and yeah. American countries and so on and so forth. Which is why I don't know. It, it's it's a tough one. There's so many factors yeah. in that in, in regards to football with athletics. However, I feel like uh, athletes have been representing other countries for a while. But yeah. A uh, spinning thing just down to the nature of the sport, yeah. So, we've always had, like, I don't know, Francis Obiquelli always comes to my mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the, he's the a sprinter Canada. from Nigeria, we represent yeah. Portugal, and he's Yeah, he's representing Portugal. I want to say he's also representative of another country, <laughs> I want to say like Qatar
0: or the Eastern country. Maybe know, I know you're talking about someone else. I've written an article, <laughs> I forgot his name, but it's another Nigerian sprinter, yeah, he represents he Qatar, yeah, yeah. So, and I know
2: you're talking about, so it's uh, but they obviously, I think that's a, a, a more of the funding case rather than anything yeah, and else. Yeah, just support in of general. Course, yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Of um, course,
1: and the benefit of having these games in Africa will be actually yeah. there will be funding and there hopefully will be yeah, facilities.
2: The grassroots yeah. levels hopefully will help em- emulate and push that. Um, mm-hmm. But again, African games being at a high level as well. Because mm-hmm. you've got the European Championships, which everyone watches in England when it's on. Obviously mm-hmm. it's not as popular as the World Cup, the Olympics, as popular as the Olympics, but you still watch the, the, Euro- the, the European Championships. Yeah. Um, but I understand the element of France and England and you know Great Britain when they train African, born player or born athlete, it makes only sense for him to play because they trained him, you know, in some sense like that. That's yeah, enough. You, if he invested in this young person, you know, there's no need, there's nothing wrong for him to yeah. contribute in, in, in playing for your country. Day he's been yeah. funded by so yeah, it's totally fair. It, it makes it makes complete sense in that in, in that conversation there. Um, but there is, I think maybe there's. A, I'm seeing it as a, a counter to your um, to your argument. Um, I think maybe because there's more of a widespread of players now that yeah. are playing in Premiership and playing in, in League One and playing yeah. in, in Germany that are going back. Then <laughs> yeah. the Vizar, you know uh, Yannick yeah. Bolasie, you know a range of different players. I need mean. a lot of players from France for sure. Can, can Bappe should. Sure, but if we're going to be brutally
1: honest we're going to have to all those players if they were
2: English and, and the best players in the country but look at Awobi he, he, yeah. he could have gone in, English, in the English squad, I think personally
1: maybe but then he has to in be, the squad in, in the, the squad. squad yeah but yeah. not a no starter so yeah. I mean if if, if if I was a Premiership footballer with my heritage being Nigerian and in, in, in English and I wasn't maybe say the level I don't let's say of Raheem Sterling for example i I think maybe there'd be a period of eight whereby I'd be in England's Yeah. but then in two years would uh-huh. I, I be playing international? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking long term. I want yeah, to play in the tournament, yeah. so I'm going to go through my my country of bigger chances. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, uh, it's, it's also, it's, there's so many factors. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah,
2: so. so if African countries, yes, it's right. If they do invest in an athlete at grassroots and developing countries, if the developing athletes and players, whoever it is. Within their countries, then it's only right that the player picks. You know, if Qatar's in the look to fund your career, so be it. You know, it, what, what can you do about it? Like, obviously, yeah, I don't, I don't blame the but athlete. The story, for a long term, yes, it's more beneficial for the athletes. You know, um, if he picks, if he picks Kenya for the rest of his career, because the story of it is, it's much better than oh, Qatar funding me. But yeah. The story of struggling kenya has got, got control. Yeah, you know, so it's 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 much more better for the long term, but we are seeing it as a short term goal Well, most athletes as a short term goal. Do you do you think well um, not obviously not Zidane but <laughs> <laughs> do you think maybe using African athletes
1: actually would be a good idea to almost promote having games in in Africa?
0: What you mean like Senegal using Senegalese diaspora or
1: Yeah, Senegal, yeah, using diaspora. You, like, yeah, yeah. European yeah. I, think,
0: I think I think quite a lot of people well, not people. Um, governing bodies do it like if you take the Nigerian Bobsled Federation mm. um, or Bobsled Nigeria BS, BSN this may not be their sole purpose but, but uh, by the fact that having these um, Sean Goons and these girls who are obviously from Nigeria but live in, live in the States like it's the profile it was just huge like yeah. for Nigeria going to the Winter Olympic Games and mm. the marketing of course was done really well too but the mm. profile was just like you put Nigeria on the map like okay Nigeria to do something different and I'm sure it was like especially for the girl that, repre- that represented Ethiopia too yeah. like not from Ethiopia but it put Ethiopia on the map but okay you know and it just brings the diaspora together like okay yeah, yeah these are you know what I mean yeah. so that sense of like um unity that feel good factor I think it would definitely help overall yeah I
1: think it would definitely help in the yeah random thought I just thought uh, I mean with the youth game being in um in Senegal I'm, I'm pretty sure um, the Liverpool legend Duke do does some work for the yeah, government in the schools <laughs> yeah. in the sports section. actually
2: yeah. yeah. he's so very much he involved. Does, he's yeah, involved yeah. he's involved for the bidding for the uh, for my work as well for yeah for my works.
1: Work. yeah, yeah. It, was, yeah. So it's just, it should be good and you know it'd be good to see ex-athletes ex-footballers mm. being involved and hopefully showing that we can put together. do it and do it, and it well
0: then, yeah exactly do it and do it well um, alright guys just before we wrap up I've got a couple of questions quick fire ones as I like to do We've got two. But firstly, if you if you guys were to consult an African country, um, if you want to host a major sport event, what would be the one thing you would tell them to implement and why? Interesting.
2: What would you say so?
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an answer, I've transport links. Uh, going yeah, for transport links, know. yeah. Yes. Um yeah, similar I'm just gonna go for infrastructure. Infrastructure. They're going to need to get around. Uh, Try similar to you, Paul transport yeah, links. Yeah. You know, get the fans about the different venues. But yeah, yeah.
2: I think mean, it's both of them, as you said, you know, transportation and you know, transport transportation and infrastructure. For sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: And lastly, now yeah. we'll put you guys on the spot here. I know as we me to the first, because I don't know yet. <laughs> Who do you think will be the next African country to host a major sport event?
2: And why. And who would we choose?
0: Yeah, who do you think? Okay. Who do you think who do you choose? And why? What would be the reason behind that? I'm going to go with Morocco. Okay.
1: I would say South Africa, but yeah. they already they already held a big one. They've yeah. done it done it well, done yeah. it really well. Morocco have been hungry yeah, to yeah, host the tournament. Um, and I generally speaking think it the North American the North African countries rather are, are pretty strong, so I'm gonna go with Morocco that reason it's already a tourist destination yeah. I'd say people are fairly comfortable
0: with it yeah. so i go with Morocco. it's
2: a good one alright who are you? i go with Gabon okay how come they had they've done good for the last two uh, African tournament in yeah. obviously didn't want to take it upon themselves to to host that one mm-hmm. um, and they took the, the last one in the last minute you know yeah. when the cap like, put upon them yeah and they delivered fantastic you know they've got great stadium facilities one, the country is small, which makes it, for first tournament, I think that's very vital. Whether it is, if it's a, another World Cup or Olympics, to, to having a small country, it's going to be easier to get around, first mm-hmm. of all. You know. um, the country is amazing country, first. It is a good country. There's no, be, no trouble that's going on in that country, versus civil war and so forth. Um, population is it, not, not a compact city. Um, central in Africa as well, or se- West Central, yeah. or Central in general. So, transportation links in, in sense will hopefully, will, will build it in in Africa next. In Therefore, Gabon being being a, a hub for because mm. right now to fly, if you want to go to one country to you know, another place, it's just completely different yeah. in regards to flying in Africa. You can't yeah. just fly from next door neighbor. You have to go <laughs> yeah. to the north and come back to south to, yeah. just to go to your next door neighbor's house. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. So in that essence, the Gabon should be like a, a city that, uh, well, Gabon as a country in general, I think, just for their history, they've hosted two great African nations. Yeah. You know, last minute and also were organised from the first time as well. Yeah. So, and just the sheer geography as well puts them in a, in a good position to host um,
0: okay. uh, an event. That's what I think. Okay. you come up with an answer yet? Yeah, I'm going to go with um, Rwanda, you know. Okay. Um... Reason being is that I just know they put a lot of infrastructure in place, um, and they see sports like as a big vehicle to um, to boost their economy. So I know they're doing quite a lot, maybe in cricket. Cause I know they're doing quite a lot in cricket. Uh, they have built like a new stadium recently, maybe even NBA as well. Um, I know they're doing a lot with that. So that's my that's my opinion. That's
1: good. shot. Sure. I think a, a big game could do really well for random yeah. considering that you know the history and just yeah, exactly. They
0: do. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, yeah, we didn't make no bet, so if one of our countries <laughs> does win, it, no one's gonna win anything. But yeah, you can have a bet now. Uh, no? And nah, I don't think I want to win, so <laughs> maybe not. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks for thanks for listening. Um, Thank you. Hope you've enjoyed that. Got some insight on like uh, major sporting events and what's happening at um, with the Olympics, Youth Olympic Games in Senegal. Um, so yeah, guys, leave a comment. Let uh, us know your thoughts. Exactly. Interested. Um, with the hashtag ASU. Uh, subscribe, like, share, let us know your thoughts as well. So thanks guys and see you on the next episode.